friends. Welcome to another edition of the London is Calling podcast. I am your host, as always, Carlito, and I am joined by my buddy and Chelsea superfan, Paulinho. Carlito, we were right on with the London Derby. We just, we didn't anticipate Frank starting a shit lineup. A real shit lineup, and I will pull zero punches on Francis Lampard Jr. Shall we review? Let's get into it. Uh, Starting with the lineup, we went Pulisic, Le Handsome, Giroud, Pedro, Mason Mount, Kovacic, Jorginho, Emerson, Tomori, Zuma, Reese, and Kepa. Mm -hmm. Now, I know we have covered Giroud and Pedro in the past. To review your thoughts on the two. I don't want them on the team anymore. It's not that they haven't had great careers. They absolutely have. Giroud, in fact, helped us win Europa League last year, but he was abysmal in the Premier League because the Premier League has better teams. Pedro is 32. He might as well be 42. His body does not work anymore. Starting both of them and also not including Conte in the lineup and instead starting Mason Mount, who, as we've come to realize, is not an attacking center mid when it comes to flair and creativity and being effective for the entire game. Mason Mount has spurts, but he is not consistently effective throughout a game. So when you have all that confluence of events and we start with Giroud and Pedro, they haven't played in fucking four score. And I don't know. It's ridiculous. It was a stupid thing. And on top of that, they're, They've been crying to their agents, and their agents have been bitching at Frank and bitching at Marina and bitching at our club about lack of playing time. And if I'm not getting playing time, then fucking sell me. And they came out with poor attitudes. They came out with terrible, terrible work ethic and efficacy and touch and all this shit. And it was so bad from the moment the game started until the moment that they were subbed that it screwed up the rest of the game. And in fact, it screwed up our flow as a team. It screwed up our morale. We knew that Giroud and Pedro could not keep up with the style and speed of play that we have grown accustomed to over the last two months. Okay? It was unacceptable by Frank Lampard to do this when Michi Bechawai absolutely deserved to be playing. And if anything, put Mesa Mount on the other wing and put fucking Billy Gilmore in there. Or start Conte, just like you have with Kovacic and Jorginho for the past three games. Yeah. Okay, so that's what I have to say about the whole thing. The rest of the lineup is fine. Emerson and Reese, I love it. Tamori was okay. Zuma, ooh. Getting, yeah. no, I'm, I'm getting, uh, getting real tired of watching him fuck up passes from out of the back. He's so uncoordinated, and he looks so shaky on the ball. So that's all I have to say about the lineup. And Lampart, you – Fucked us. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. Maybe this was him saying to Giroud and Pedro, here's your shot. Show me what you got. And, I mean, they just didn't deliver it whatsoever. But just just coming into the game, we're a pressing team, right? Mm. We press with our front three. Mm-hmm. Giroud, stylistically, can't do that. It's not his style. 
He's literally the o- the world's only press resistant forward. <laughs> and and he's very good at what he does. Don't get me wrong. He does it well for France. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't fit our our style. It doesn't fit our new style. Mm-mm. Um now if you wanted to tell me Giroud is starting because West Ham is the worst team in the league at defending set pieces and balls in the air and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I would say, okay, maybe that I maybe that would make more sense. But even still, he he touched the ball four times in the first forty minutes. Yeah, unacceptable, just invisible. I I would touch the ball four times in 40 minutes if I were on the pitch. Playing center forward, no less. Yeah. So that just, it didn't work. It made zero sense. Pedro, we love the guy. He's won everything. He's Chelsea for life. I'm not going to say anything bad about either of them. But his days are coming to an end, as with Giroud. Yes, the transfer ban has you know, held us back in replacing them. But it is blatantly clear now. It has to be done. Mm-hmm. I will toot my own horn. I've been saying it for 18 months about Pedro. But that's beside the point. It wasn't just that they looked rusty. Even though, you know what, that's not a real excuse. These guys play every day. No. Even if it's for 70 minutes, which is really how long their training sessions are, they still play every day. So rust... That's that's kind of a cop-out bullshit argument. But when you're lacking energy and you look like you have bad attitudes, that's when I'm like, oh, fuck you, dude. Well, You've these... been doing nothing but gaslighting Chelsea Press and sending out leaks about how unhappy you are and how unsettled you are and how you want to leave through your fucking agent. So when you do that and you come with a bad attitude, when you get a start in a game that we have to win – because Tottenham is all of a sudden a team reborn and Arsenal have fired the manager that they absolutely hated. So all of a sudden these teams are going to start getting a lot better real quick. We had to win this game. Yeah. Okay. And you do us dirty like this. No, thank you. You will never play for this team again. In fact, fuck you very much. So, Let's get into the statistics of the game. Chelsea, mm-hmm. 66% possession. Yeah, did us a lot of good. West Ham, 34. It's ridiculous. Total shots, we had 19. They had five. Um, looking at corners, we had nine. They had three. My point Oh, sorry. Shots on target. We had six. They had four. Mm-hmm. So, domination, but it was ugly. We didn't look good doing it. No. And we have to improve on set pieces. We have to get more dangerous. It's. The, I think part of it is the people that are taking it. Absolutely, it is. But that's that's where you start, right? You have to put in a good ball to give give us a shot but also get more creative come up with something new i'm i'm looking at frankie on this one a little bit yeah that's an easy way to create some scoring chances and easy goals everybody scores them right why not us 
Come on. I here, let me just speak as a coach, and I don't speak for every coach. I just speak for myself. I care so much about what goes into a training session, and I know that my team, whenever I put a team out on the field, is going to dominate possession, and I know that we're going to get a lot of set-piece opportunities. I don't want to waste valuable practice time, valuable training session time, working on set pieces that, you know, may or may not happen. Now, if I'm a team that knows they're going into a game, or if I'm a team that knows they're going into a season, and they're going to be heavily reliant on counterattack football, holding a four block, four block, and then occasionally getting a good set piece, I, as a manager, would work much harder on set pieces because the chances would come few and far between, right? Fair. Whereas if I'm a if I'm a possession-oriented team and I want to work the uh, maximum amount of time that we can on our style of play because we will naturally get chances created, that would be my emphasis in the training session. I can understand why certain teams that are bad – score really good set piece goals on us. And they've been doing it for a while now. This is not the first season that we've been scored on heavily on set pieces, but it comes on the backs of a team that did certainly did not dominate a game and certainly was waiting for that chance because those are the types of things that they emphasize in a training right. session. Right. Which, which is a fair point. But for me, it's like these guys have all the time every day. There's some time to, to do it. hundred percent. Oh, I'm not making excuses for them, Paul. That's okay. the last thing I would do. I would just say, as as a coach, now the, I think uh, trick plays and all that stuff. That I think that's stuff that you can do for 15, 20 minutes after a training session is over. Yeah. Same thing with working on penalty kicks. Like uh, any of my training sessions, whether a club team or a high school team, I'm never working on free kicks. I'm never working on penalty kicks. I'm never working on corner kicks. That's shit you guys need to come up with on your own. I'm not yep. going to disparage you if you try some trick play in a game. I'm good with that. Okay, but I don't want to use my valuable training session time with my team that I have, okay, once a day. I don't want to use it on stuff that doesn't happen very often in games. It does happen, of course, but the overall style of play for me would be way more important. So I think uh, that's putting the onus on the players to develop creativity for those types of things outside of the 75 minutes that we have designated to train. Because they're fucking at Cobham. They're going to be at Cobham for four hours. So you might as well do something with those ex- with that extra time besides jerking around in the fucking ice bath. No, I mean, I I and I know they do. Mason Mason Mallett's been working a lot with his free kicks and all this stuff, which is great. But we need something to show for it. That's that's my that's my only point. Yep. So getting into the game, Aaron Cresswell in the forty eighth minute. Good goal. Very good goal. It looks an awful lot like Mares just coming off the other side. Mm-hmm. It's the same same play. Same play. This time it was against Reese James. Mm-hmm. He comes off the left. He's an outside back, mind you. Right-footed. Yep, right-footed. Cuts into the box on his right foot. And this is coming off the left, so he shoots to the far Post, slots it right in. Mm-hmm. Good finish, good goal. Why is Reese James giving him the inside lane? Great question. Naive defending. Take away the guy's front foot, okay? Take away Reed Marez's left foot. Take away Aaron Cresswell's right foot. This We've is simple shit. This. 
This is simple shit. I don't care if Reese James gives gives up a Pulisic tight run down the flank or down the line. When you're giving up the inside lane into the box, buddy, you're setting our keeper up for failure. Yep. And Kepa was one of the only reasons that we didn't get smashed. He had a great game. That yep. was not his fault at all. My thing is, if he's going to show him inside, then there has to be cover there. Has to be. Has to be. It, it's not the right thing to do. But if, if it's going to happen, there has to be cover. But that'll be the guy that's covering to tell him that. Exactly. So that's Zuma. In this case, he was not. He was too far back to provide him any support in the middle. That's center defensive mid, which nowhere to be found in that situation. Mm-hmm. So this is on Reese. Yes. Um, as you said, we could have easily been scored on having – they had a goal called back by VAR for Mikel Antonio. Um and let's go to our substitution. So in the 63rd minute, Pedro came off. Willian went on. Jorginho came off as well in the 63rd minute. And Golo Kante came on. Giroud came off in the 71st. And Callum Hudson-Odoi came on. <laughs> now, no Tammy, Michi, and and Frankie's pre-match presser, all the questions were about Michi, Michi, Michi. How much time? How much time are we gonna get Michi? How many goals is Michi gonna score? And he got a big fat goose egg. Oh boy, what do you think about that? I think Frank Lampard was feeling himself, and he tried to pull the old bait and switch, uh, and it was an arrogant move. It was just an arrogant move because. He, I guess he's trying to send a message to the people in the press corps that you're not going to tell me who I'm going to start. But, dude, again, this is not some time to prove that, oh, I'm Frank Lampard, the manager. No, 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 no. You haven't proven shit as a manager. You, are, you will always be Frank Lampard, the coach. Or, sorry, the, uh, yeah, I guess the coach, but you're not a manager yet. And you will always be Frank Lampard, the legendary player, but you're not a legendary manager yet. All right, so don't be pulling this shit like, oh, because the press said that I should start Michi. Now I'm not going to start Michi because fuck you. I'm a 12-year-old girl. Dude, put the team first, and he didn't. He did not put the team first. If Kyle Mutzendoy was good to go, why didn't he start over Pedro? If Michi is begging to get a fucking start, why are you not playing Michi? Giroud is out the door. Pedro's out the door, and guess what? In case you haven't noticed, Lampard, we're not going to get more than $10 million for either one of those players. So stop listening to their agent, who only cares about his percentage commission. Okay? You need to put the team first, and he didn't. He did not put the team first. Yeah, it was interesting uh, when he brought on Callum Hudson-Odoi for Giroud. Uh, Pulisic went to the false nine. Yeah. He's too small. I, I, I mean – and his reasoning after the game was that he wanted someone who would, you know, go at their center backs and just beat one guy and then have a clear, you know, goal How is he going to be able to do that when they're packing the box? 
Well, that's that's the thing. It's like I like Pulisic playing through the middle. Of course, we've been we've been saying it all year. Him at attacking center mid, mm-hmm. oh, love that. Love the idea of that. He's mm-hmm. only done it once, right? I think yeah. only once. But I mean, just getting a little too cute. Just getting a little too cute. So, who for us did you think had a good game? Anybody? Keppa, Keppa was good. Pulisic was lively for most of the game. Mateo yeah. Kovacic was okay. I do not reward anybody player of the game. No, no, no. Nobody on our team deserved player of the game. Um, I'll give player of the game to Declan Rice. <laughs> Former Chelsea it. player. Give it to Crescent. Yeah, shocker. Shocker. Yeah, yeah. He shows up against us. Great. Oh, yeah. Let me guess. Did uh, Mourinho sell? Just kidding. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, I don't think we – out of no, the academy, did. we he just did. didn't sign him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, having a front front three of, of all the small guys yeah. at that point, we went Callum Hudson-Odoi, we went Pulisic, and we went Willian. Willian was getting tons of balls in. Yeah, with Mason, them, well, with Mason Mount also being in the box. True, and Mason Mount in there. But it it's like you put Willian on and you leave Drew on for a few minutes, uh, eight minutes. Willian is playing balls in like it is going out of style. And some of them great, some of them not so good. But mm-hmm. he is going at the defenders and making things happen, mm-hmm. which at this point – it's what we needed. And Giroud then comes out, and we have, you know, a tiny, all these tiny guys in there. Just wasn't working. Well, yeah, but that's when you stop sending crosses into large defenders defending small attackers. Correct. You find that's another fair. way. That's fair. Or you just put Mishi in, and we have another guy that can finish like nobody's business. That's exactly. just, 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 a, just an idea, Frankie. Just a yep. thought. Yep. So let's get into Mason Mount. He's not effective as an ACM if we're looking for a proper creative ACM, like how Javier Pastore used to be for, uh, I believe it was, it was a Parma, and then he, he went to yeah. PSG. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That guy was mint. Now I think he's at Roma. But yep. that guy was great. James Rodriguez, obviously, now Joe Felix at yep. Atletico Madrid. Those are proper, proper ACMs with that, you know, attacking flair, that creativity, that guy that can really play in the half spaces. You know, and, and almost Ozil when he was at Real Madrid. Oh, my God. Same yep. thing, right? Same thing. And yep. we're – we're just severely lacking that. Barkley will never be that. Ruben's more box to box. Mesa Mount is not an attacking mid. And uh, I think we now need to start selling some players and looking for that attacking mid. Fair. Uh, I, I, Mount's obviously still young. He's going to develop more. Yeah, he's a Swiss Army knife, though. He's just kind of yeah. a guy that will always be pretty effective anywhere you put him. Well, he's kind of like a James Milner. I guess, but his he doesn't have that work rate. Like, I, I, sorry, not work rate, but you know what I mean? Like, 
Milner will will go studs in and, and win you the ball and stuff. Mount's not that type of high yeah. Milner's player. not a millennial, dude. I mean, exactly. So, <laughs> I, my point being, Mason Mount is still going to develop. We don't know exactly what he is yet. Mm-hmm. He has he shows signs of being of of being a promising attacking center mid. Then he goes missing for you know thirty minutes. Yeah. So, at this juncture, we need a proper attacking center midfielder. I agree with you. And right now, it's Pulisic. It, right now, it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. And then you put Callum Hudson-Odoi on the left. Tammy on the right. Or, sorry, Tammy in the middle and then William on the right. Yep. You know, until we sign one of our wingers in two weeks. Callum Hudson-Odoi coming back off of in- the injury with England. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing from him? He hasn't impressed me. And it's it would be one thing if he was humble about you know getting courted by Bayern, getting flirted with by the president of Bayern Munich, and you know him just going into the media and saying, oh, "I'm a Chelsea man. I'm just going to play this out, and then we're going to work within Chelsea to make sure that I have a viable contract for five years." No, no, no. He did the exact opposite, and I don't need to get into it because every Chelsea fan in the world knows what Cam Hudson-Odoi has done over the past 18 months to two years, okay, and how much pressure it's put us under. He was just a young version of Hazard, being a complete and total asshole to us, Chelsea, and really forcing our hand into playing him, even though I don't think he was ready, and then he gets injured. But now he's back. Now he's healthy. Now he's gotten time for England. He has not impressed me at all. If he hadn't have been such an asshole – in the media, both internally and externally, then I would be more inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt, give him more time. Nope. Nope. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You put this on yourself. You asked for it. I expected you to shine, and you have done nothing but be pedestrian. Before Pulisic found his form, and and Callum Hudson Doy was getting the starts on the left. He had a string of some good games. Not great. Not great. I'll give you that. Not great. He wanted that great contract though. Oh yeah, yeah. He wanted that great move to Bayern Munich. Where I'm sure, yeah, now if he was there, he would not want to be there. You ever been to Germany? I don't think you want to go to Germany. <laughs> I'm not sure he wanted to go, but boy, did he use it to his advantage as much as he possibly could. Yeah. Well, you know what? Either way, still a, it's still you know a mark on his permanent record against him. So let's hope he comes good because we need boy, do we need some goals out of him? He will come good, but now I want there to be more pressure on him to come good. He's had plenty of time. It's yeah. December. It's time. <laughs> right. So, as in the last game against City, this game highlighted the need that Chelsea has for another attacking option. Mm-hmm. Now, Zaha, 
Our man. Mm-hmm. He's starting to find some form at Palace. Oh, yeah, he looks good. He looks real good. Today, Palace won 10 men. Pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, what we like about Zaha, big, powerful, mm-hmm. scores goals, creates. Mm-hmm. He can also play through the middle. He's, and he's powerful when he dribbles. He is just assertive on that ball. Assertive, People don't get way. very close to him because of that. You know? Unless yep. they unless they just want to hack the shit out of him. Yep. But no, he's very, very assertive with the ball. There's a little Leroy Sané in him. And although I think he's faster. Yeah, and this guy's perfect for us. Yep. So, our form... Taking a, a large dip here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> City loss, draw in Champions League against Valencia, and a loss to West Ham. Yeah. What are your thoughts? We cannot drop form so severely just because Tamri Abraham is out. Is he an integral part of our team? Yes, he is. Okay? Yes, he is. It does not mean that we are not capable of beating Valencia and beating West Ham, okay, it shows a lack of maturity. It shows a lack of class. It also shows we need a proper second striker, okay? If it's not, if it's not going to be Mishi, and Giroud is definitely not it, then we need to invest in another one. And maybe it is Dembele, okay? Maybe it is Dembele. But we cannot be this out of sorts just when our number nine goes out that's real poor and that's real unacceptable in my book it's not top four i'll tell you that no it's not all right wanker of the week gerud and pedro easy one for carlito this week Mm -hmm. we know why oh yeah they played themselves i have eyeballs i use both of them (laughs) My wanker of the week. I I think you're gonna like this one, Carlito. Oh, Virgil Van Dyke. Yes, yes. Suck it, Andrew Scanlon. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to the top four review. Uh, not really. <laughs> so on no, the no, red, no. of course, of course. On the red carpet at the Blonde or event at which there was no Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. He was busy accepting his Serie A Player of the Year trophy. This is correct. Accepting other trophies. Mm -hmm. So when asked, uh, when Virgil was asked what it would be like having one of his rivals not show up, he said, was he a rival then? (laughs) Innocent enough, right? No. No. <laughs> this is Cristiano Ronaldo. This he's is like the guy, best player ever. He's a mainstay at this award, at this event. The whole thing. Bro, the whole thing. Bro. He's won it five seat. times. They have a seat that has permanent ass grooves in it. <laughs> From Cristiano's butt cheeks. He's been there so long. He's like that episode in The Simpsons. 
when Homer sits on his couch for like weeks and he has a permanent ass groove. <laughs> so Virgil in his first Yeah. You know, his first Bolon Dior event. <laughs> I, I poor guy, I mean, got ahead of himself a little bit and was feeling himself. But man, oh man, you don't first of all, you don't disrespect him. He he came out and said it was a joke. Doesn't I don't care. matter. It's it's at Cristiano's expense. You just don't do it. It's not it's not a good look. It's not a good look. And maybe win one first. How about that? Well, he's been world class for eighteen months. Cristiano Ronaldo has been world class for almost eighteen years. So there's a profound disparity disparity between that, Virgil, and on top of that, I would ask you. To act like you've been there before, but exactly. you never have. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, you Dutch douchebag. Oh, All right? God. Shut the fuck up. Let's move on. Uh, small caveat. Anchor. I am actually a big Virgil van Dyke fan. <laughs> Me we, too. <laughs> if, if, if we had that center back on our team, oh, God. <laughs> but I still, Virgil. A lot different. Virgil, you do it shut again. Shut the hell up. I'm going to Dutch oven you. And for anybody that doesn't speak Americano, that's when I fart under a blanket and suffocate his head underneath it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So this was West Ham's first win at the bridge in 17 years. Not great. Not great, Frankie. Not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's Other real results. stinky. That is very stinky. Oh, my god. Still goodness. smelling up the joint. Oh, my gosh. I need another shower. Other results? Spurs. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mourinho. 3-2. Yes. Beating Bournemouth. Thoughts, Jose? Eddie Howe? Eddie Howe? How could I lose the game, Eddie Howe? Very nice, Spurs. Very nice. The Deli Alley. He used to be Smelly Alley. Now he's Deli Alley. It's very good. <laughs> and don't look now. Spurs are six points back. Fuck. You must get to the Chelsea. You uh, must catch them. Coming. He's coming hot. Yeah. Liverpool 2-1 over Brighton. Mm-hmm. They stay top. Moving on. <laughs> Arsenal Norwich 2 2. Mm. You know that Freddie, after the game, called Arsene Wenger and asked him for some advice. I hope he did because there was no new manager bump. Didn't happen. Why do you defy me? That's Didn't my happen. Arsene Wenger impression. It's really and, bad. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, I, I saw that, that draw coming. Yeah, Leicester took the W over Everton 2-1 with a late goal. Yeah. Staying hot. Marco Silva, about to lose that job, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they get a draw against Liverpool this weekend. Mm. That seat is hotter it. than Saban's, man. It is a hot, very hot seat. Mm-hmm. So the table now. Updated from today's games, mind you. Yeah. 
Liverpool, 40. City tied for second with 32 mm-hmm. with Leicester City as they won today. Chelsea, 26, sitting fourth. And Palace up to fifth on 21 points after their 10 men win today. Oh, yeah. So when you said Palace had won, I didn't realize that it was today. No, you're totally right on that. But, man, I like it. I like that. Yep. All right. Mamadou! Mamadou Sako got the red card. (laughs) Mamadou! Shocker. (laughs) All right. The man man likes his red cards. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't hate them. All right. So we got our next game is against Villa. uh, A little context for all the kids at home. John Terry is part of the coaching staff for Aston Villa. This is a big game. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Lampart wants top bins. He wants cuatro golazos, amigos. This is fucking huge. If you don't think there was internal competition between those two guys to see who's not the best player on the team and the best player on the English national team, you are absolutely outside your mind and you don't know what top football really is. How about now? How about now, top coach? What'd you say? Yeah. How about now, top coach? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So I actually watched the Lampard Presser. And if you ever have a chance to download the Fifth Stand app, it's Chelsea's official app. And they let you watch the Presser live. It's really cool. Um, There's no lag or anything. So he had uh, not a ton to say, but he had a couple things to say. Number one, CAS ruling. We're going to know this week. And from some of the rumblings within Chelsea Twitter, in particular, um, the Chelsea journalists like Liam Toomey and Naz Kinsella, it seems as though we're going to have a positive ruling. And that's why Chelsea has been behind the scenes, you know, ducking and diving and James Bonding like a motherfucker talking to agents, really getting the lowdown on where the certain players are that we are targeting, where they're at in their contracts, how they feel about a move, and if they want to come to Chelsea. This is huge. Let's and go. now, you know, we're going to be able to, as soon as this ruling is good to go, we can start talking officially to players. So that's great. Um, back to the game at hand. Tammy, game time decision. He's going to play. Tammy played for Aston Villa on loan. He scored mad goals for Aston Villa. Tammy wants to go now and smoke those fuckers, okay? Barkley is sick. He's probably still hungover. He won't be playing. <laughs> Rudiger, back in seven to ten days. Good. Uh, Great. On losing, Lampard says winning six and seven in a row is not that normal in this league. This league is very hard, and we all need to get used to it because any game that you drop in form or drop in focus, you're going to lose, This isn't La Liga, okay? This isn't the Turkish top league or any of that shit. This is England, dog. This is England. Saddle up, all right? I'm facing John Terry. He said he's the greatest captain ever, and obviously he wants to whoop his ass. (laughs) And then finally, he was asked about Marcus Alonso, and he asked if he was injured. Lampard said, no, it's just a tough part of the job. He's gone. Yep. He's making a call. All right. Who do we have for our expected lineup? <sighs> Pulisic, <laughs> Willian mm-hmm. on the wings. Mm-hmm. Is Tammy going to start? Yes. I hope so as well. Frank is giving him every opportunity 
to be ruled healthy enough to do so. Mm-hmm. If not, it will be Michi. It better be. All right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, in the middle, Kovacic, mm. Mason Mount, and Golo Conte. Mm-hmm. That means Jorginho, maybe not starting. What do you think? Um, if Jorginho is not starting, I want Billy Gilmore to start. I don't want Mason Mount to start. He doesn't deserve it. Okay. All right, that's fair. I I see Conte sliding in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure for who. I think either Kovacic or Jorginho. But it could be the three of them. Yep. Absolutely could be. Don't fuck it up, Frank. Nope. Four and back. Emerson, mm-hmm. Tomori, Zuma, Reese. Now, Andres easily could be in there. Yeah. As Pilicueta likely will start in there. So I would like Emerson, Tomori, Andreas Christensen, and Reese Hummus. Me as well. That would be my ideal. And then we got, you know, Willie Cab and Goal, right? Good. <laughs> Get out of here. Next. Next. Villa. Everything good runs through Jackie G. Jack Graylish. Mm-hmm. Kid's a stud. He's People a stud. And by the way, he's put on 15 pounds of muscle. Guy looks like a fucking tank. And his hair, it's unbelievable. Got got the Leo slick back going. Oh my gosh, yeah. That I mean, that's some Titanic Leo right there. Exactly. Not not when he's you know trying to save everybody in the water, but when he first goes to that ballroom. Oh yeah, he's got the Jackie Dubs hair. It's unbelievable. So, Jackie Grealish involved in six goals in his last seven games. Mm-hmm. He's very slick. We got to look out for him. Top. Top corner snipe against United last game this mm. past weekend. Mm. The man's in form. Yeah. Somebody, everybody in the midfield, got to be, got to know where he is at all times. Yeah, I think someone's going to buy him in the summer. He's linked with United. We've actually been linked with him, among others. Let me ask you a question. Does United just say, oh, we're linked with this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy? It's ridiculous. They're linked with 50 players. I mean, they, they They're linked have... with players that don't... They've never even heard of Manchester United. They don't have a direction right now. All these They're at the just wheel. out there. That's right. So, what other thoughts you got for me, Carlito? Okay. Behind the scenes. And again, this is courtesy of Liam Toomey and Naz Kinsella. Chelsea are working very hard, scouting and lining up a few players to purchase in January as soon as we possibly can. So as soon as that CIS ruling comes down in a positive way, we are a go, baby. We are a go. You better bust out that war chest, baby girl. All right, yeah, I'm talking to you, Marina. Oh, yeah. You twerk that ass. You show me what you're made of. I want to see you spend some of that money I've been throwing at you. All right, second thing, Chelsea Swift. Yeah, I did say that. Um, <laughs> Chelsea Twitter. Stop talking about Jeremy Boga. If he was good enough to play for Chelsea, he would be on Chelsea. All right? 
If you were the inventors of Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. All right. If he was good enough, he would be with us. He's not. Stop talking about him just because he had two games for his new club. Two games. You guys are more reactionary than the Tea Partiers, man. Get over it. Get over it. This is Chalaba all over again. Chalaba makes one good back heel in Conte's first season. All of a sudden, what? He's the next Michael fucking Balak? Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay? I know you guys are mostly 19 years old. Stop acting like it. Or at least around me. Okay? <laughs> a couple other things. I got a couple more things. Mario Pasalic to be sold to Atalanta for $19 million. He's been wanting out for a while. He is a good player. And Atalanta is. is a fun team. If you guys ever get to watch Serie A, Atalanta can ball. He's perfect for them. And we'll get 19 mil. That's good stuff. Barkley needs to be sold. His attitude sucks. He doesn't deserve to be on this team. He is past the point of no return. I want 30 million for him. And with his England, you know, appearances and Southgate having his back, I think we can command that. Yep. And we need to finish our chances. This league is harder than it has ever been. Everybody's better. Players are better. The teams are better. The teams are more scouted before people buy players. Okay? Everybody knows how everybody is going to play. We need to finish our chances and stop taking them for granted. Okay? If you miss a sitter, don't just laugh it off. Okay? You need to hold yourself accountable and be like, fuck. All right, I got to get the next one. I got to get the next one because it may not come for another 30 minutes. You need to respect when the opportunities come to you and you need to execute. I expect you to execute. This is Chelsea, okay? If you want to play for a team that doesn't have any expectations and never wins anything and never will win anything, go play for fucking White Hart Lane. But if you want to win something and you want to have high expectations, you play for Chelsea, finish your fucking chances, okay? Ball and door, I don't care. Who gives a shit? Tottenham, six points back from us. Not great. Not great. And you know what? Jose, I can, I can hear him now plotting <laughs> like Pinky in the brain. Just plotting to take over the world. Oh, God. I could, it's I could just smell it from here, man. He's in his basement. He's like, yes. Roman, yes. you fire me twice. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. You will never come back. To London, oh, you little shit. Ah, ah. All right. Last thing. Gerard and Pedro, never again. It's been good, fellas. Adios. Yep. I want Pulisic to continue to be dangerous, to continue in this form that he's had, to continue to be a leader on this team. Mm-hmm. We need that from him. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, and I think – you know, the, the recent interview that he had, he obviously loves being here. And things are going pretty well for him, but he needs to continue to build on that. And, I mean, I don't care if he's American. One day he could be a captain on this team. Yeah. It won't be for, like, six years, but he could absolutely be one. All right? So, I'm not ruling that out. Neither should any Chelsea fan. And at this point, the American thing, if anybody still has any – you know, reservations about that, drop it. The guy is great. He's one of our best players, and he wants to be here, and he wants to win for the badge. So let's get it. That's right. All right. Well, I got nothing else, my man. I'm spent. I need a cigarette.
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't smoke, but you know what I mean. Pleasure as always, Carlito. Yeah, man. Let's find some form. Let's get okay. back to it. This has been London is Calling. Thank you all for listening. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Five, Five star. star reviews. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. And then uh, leave a little comment. All right? Like Ryan's takes are really shitty. I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. See you guys. <laughs> Have a good one.